You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, W Wheels, and Bill's Pipes. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than Josh Gray from Shades of Gray Custom Helmet Painting. Josh, how's it going? Doing pretty good. Just trying to stay busy and paint some helmets and get some more uh, out to the uh, riders. Absolutely. Every single week, it seems like uh, you're do- putting out more and more product and, uh, and, and working hard on these helmets. Um, most recently, we, we saw a few of your uh, helmets flying pretty fast at, uh, down in, in Florida. Uh, just, last, uh, just a couple of days ago, the Mini Olympics wrapped up 2015. A couple of your riders uh, showing pretty well. Yeah, um, I was really pumped for a couple of my riders. Um, Challenge Tennant. Um, in the uh, B class down there did really well. I think he brought home uh, six championships and, wow. and uh, just super, super pumped for him and, and his family. Um, Challen uh, actually got injured right before Loretta's and was pretty bummed. Um, he had to sit out Loretta's. So to come back, he, he uh, came back with a vengeance and, and uh, really made a mark on Minio's this year. So that was, that was awesome to see. Um, and then also my 65 rider, Nicholas Romano, um, did very well in the 65 classes down there, winning some championships. So pretty pumped for those guys for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Romano, uh, put in some time on the 80 as well. Uh, no championships on that bike, but, uh, if, uh, if you can carry that success from the, the, the extra little bike to the, uh, the medium little bike, um, it's, uh, it's it just signs for, for, for good things coming forward. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he, like, he, for such a little guy, he's got such great style. Like he's, he's so awesome to watch ride. Um, and he's just his personality on and off the track and, and his worth ethic is just, you know, I, I, I see, you know, good things coming for this, for this kid in the future. Um, you know, and, and it's, I consider it a blessing, you know, to have him, uh, as a, one of our team riders and one of our top amateur riders, um, and look forward to, you know, what he's going to do when he starts moving up through the ranks. For sure. Now, uh, I got to imagine for yourself, it's uh, pretty pretty cool to see uh, the helmets that you're painting uh, going out and uh, giving them, to, like uh, presenting to these kids and uh, watching them be really successful. It's uh, it, it's a proud moment for you. Yeah, I always you know like working with them, and and the fun part about what I do is getting to work with the kids um, and the riders on a personal level. So a lot of the design process and a lot of the paint jobs, you know, it's uh, the rider contacting me and us like, you know, uh, chatting back and forth for ideas and, and, uh, you know, making the helmets unique to the rider. I mean, that's kind of something that I specialize in. Um, and it's pretty cool to be able to like give them something that, that kind of sets them apart from everybody else, so to speak, you know, their, their writing speaks for itself. Um, you know, but to be able to kind of personalize something for them that, that has a little bit of meaning behind it, why they're out there writing is, is a pretty good, pretty good feeling and pretty cool to be a part of 
For sure. And that's something that has been synonymous with motocross throughout its history is that custom paint jobs, uh, more predominant through, uh, as the, the helmets became full faced and like throughout the, uh, the late eighties, early nineties, uh, you had, uh, some pretty wild, uh, paint jobs out there that were uh, both eye-catching and uh, kind of uh, a bit uh, iconic. Like you, you knew the rider uh, almost by his helmet before you, uh, before you look at the rest of the bike and, uh, and, or his gear. Um, how, how much of that influenced you to uh, want to start up uh, Shades of Grey MX, which is also where you can be found on Instagram, Shades of Grey MX? Um, actually, it's pretty cool that, that uh, you asked this question because for the uh, – First time I actually got to meet Jeremy McGrath this past weekend at Kevin Wyndham's wow. house at Party in the Pasture. And his helmets were always like the coolest, craziest helmets out there back in the day. And and a lot of the factory riders all wore custom painted helmets back in the day. And it, and it all like they were personalized for these riders. And, and getting to talk to McGrath and, and about how him and Troy Lee did their design processes and how they work together is, is pretty similar with what I do with my riders, but it was, you know, it was, for me, it was a dream come true to be, you know, standing there talking to Jeremy McGrath about all this stuff, but, um, it, it's, uh, it is, it's, it's, that's kind of what kind of pushed me into wanting to paint helmets. Um, I never did get fast enough on a dirt bike to ride pro and definitely wanted to be a part of the sport. And, you know, I feel like I'm naturally gifted with, with the uh, painting process. So, you know, started painting some helmets and, and here we are. And here we are. And you, you've really developed uh, some, some serious skills. Like uh, it's, it's, it's God given talent. Your, your hands are uh, um, of, of not mortal men, my friend. Uh, I often look at some of the stuff that you do knowing full well that uh, all of your work is, uh, is, is, is by hand. And uh, it, it's, it's like you can, you can do no wrong as far as these things go. And um, that's why when I at first talked to you about doing a helmet for myself, it was more, more or less a case of me uh, giving you a few ideas of what I had in mind, but then knowing that, uh, um, regardless of what you come up with, it's going to be gold. Well, I appreciate that, you know, and, and it's, uh, it's, it makes me thankful, you know, forget the opera to, to have the opportunities to work with people that give me like a list of their ideas and then let me mold that into a creation on a helmet. I don't pre-design any helmets. I do everything straight off the top of my head. So each helmet's kind of like a blank canvas for me. Um, and of course it's nerve wracking. You know, you're, you're always wanting to, I, I'm probably my worst, you know, worst critic. Um, and I just try to make sure that I get everything that the riders want on, on their helmets and the clients want on their helmets. And then I do like to, um, you know, stay in contact with the, with the riders and stuff as I'm painting it. And, you know, we can change little things and tweak little things, but I really do try to, you know, push myself on each helmet to, to get better and better. I know there's always something new that you can learn and there's always some, you know, something different that you can do. So it's, uh, it actually kind of challenges me after I get done with a helmet, I can turn around and be like, Oh, I can do this different and I can do this different. So the creative process kind of seems to never stop. Um, although you do get in, you know, situations and sometimes the mind doesn't want to work and, and you kind of get a creative block and that's no fun, but, uh, you know, those situations, you can kind of just walk away from things and then turn around and, and, uh, you know, get back after it when, when you can get your thought process flowing a little bit better. 
That was one of the things I wanted to hit on before we uh, dive straight into the uh, party in the pasture talk. Is that uh, as a, as an artist, uh, often we talk to, uh, to to writers that get writer's block that uh, you, you just can't think of new ideas or how to how to frame something properly. Does that ever happen to you uh, as far as a project goes? Uh, and and when it happens, how do you deal with it? Um, oh yeah, you, you get creators block all the time. Um, usually, when I do my painting, I, I try to paint of majority at nighttime just because there's no distractions. Um, and I can kind of get in my little groove and, and, uh, get some good music on and, and just kind of, you know, drown myself in, in the paint and, and just go to work. But, uh, it is, it, it does get frustrating sometimes, especially when you got deadlines. Um, you know, when you're, when you're not being able to create like you want to, and you can picture things in your head, but for some reason you just can't get it on the helmet or you have an idea and it's just, it just, you can't figure out exactly how to go about doing it. And, um, but yeah, that happens, you know, all the time. And the best, you know, the best way that I have learned to deal with it is, you know, just to kind of walk away for a little bit and, and, um, you know, think about things or, or sketch some things out and, uh, you know, then just, you know, get back after it when, when, uh, when, uh, you, you know, the creative thoughts start coming back to you. But, it's uh it's kind of a long process so and it's something that you just you do you know you just learn to be patient with so that's I think the main thing is just learning to be patient. Fair enough. Now uh, let let's dive straight into the party in the pasture. You had the opportunity to go spend a few days up there uh, with uh, with some of your good friends. Um, Kevin Windham uh, ho- opens his house to uh, a host of, uh, of of people to come ride and uh, just enjoy life. I believe uh, last year there was uh, there was some music. I think this year there was uh, some concerts happening, uh, and uh, the tracks are always prepped. This year there was uh, uh, there was some mixing of gas, I believe, as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about the happenings uh, down in Mississippi. Oh man. Um, party in the pasture is the place to be. I mean, it is just two days of dirt bikes, friends, music, helicopters, bonfires. Um, there's just so much stuff going on in two days. And it's, it's great because everybody brings their families, you know, with the ride day added to party in the pasture. Um, you can spend two days down there. You get to ride on Kevin's personal track, which is phenomenal. I mean, the, his track is just national caliber it's just unreal chili from dirtworks um comes in and reworks the track and it's just i mean it's just perfect um and they separate everything out you know just like a a regular ride day and you know you're out there in your classes and stuff like that but the pro riders ride with the amateur riders which is awesome and the kids seem to love it so i mean it's an opportunity for you know you to ride with your idols um you know these guys the superstars of our sport you know are hanging out and just you know, everybody's just having a good time. It's just real low key and, and, uh, everybody rides all day and then you head over to the pasture and you listen to music all night. There you go. So, uh, what kind of music was, uh, getting thrown down? I don't imagine, uh, Kevin Windham much of a, uh, uh, of a rap, uh, fan, but, uh, definitely some, uh, some, some classic rock as well as, uh, some country thrown in there. Oh man, Kevin, Kevin throws down a mean Warren G. <laughs> he, <laughs> he likes him some rap music, but, uh, no, uh, this year we had Travis Tritt. Um, Travis Tritt nice. came in and put the was the main concert on Saturday night. And Friday night this year, um, Kevin actually had a, a concert come in, which was an 80s cover band that did, like, they just did an amazing job. Everybody had a blast um, listening to them. 
Um, and then during the concerts, um, there's some breaks and there's freestyle motocross with, uh, Mike Mason, Cowboy Kenny and a couple others. And, um, then, uh, this year, my buddy Phil Smodgy drove down from, uh, Wisconsin and did some trial stuff as well. So it, it just, it just kind of seems to keep growing and there's little things that kind of keep getting added to the party in the pasture every year. So it's, it's, uh, like I said, it's definitely a one, one kind of event that, uh, I you know highly recommend everybody making a trip to Mississippi next year. I uh, was seriously toying with the idea of driving down, uh, if not for some uh, some very um, not so operational uh, radiators on my uh, two fifty two stroke. I would have just uh, thrown the thing in the back of the truck and uh, driven down to where the temperatures are a little bit warmer. Uh, but yeah. 26 hours in the vehicle was going to be a bit of a, a struggle for me. But uh, next year, no excuses. Um, I, I'll be down there, even if I have to sleep in my truck uh, every night. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that, because I think I did that at least three times this year, sleep in the truck. But it's, uh, it's, it's what makes Party the Pasture so fun. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's Kevin and Dottie open up their, their home and, and their land to all these amazing people and, uh, you get everybody, you know, that comes from all around the country, um, that all kind of gather there on his farm and, and, uh, you know, just have a good time. It's, it's, uh, if you can't find something fun to do there, then something's wrong. I mean, he's got stuff for the kids. He's got stuff for the adults. He's got, you know, like I said, there's just things happening all the time, but, uh, yeah, we definitely got to get you down there. That'll be a good time. Now, uh, just like last year, uh, you had uh, quite a few uh, uh, signature helmets, especially with the fact that uh, Party in the Pasture was, of course, uh, uh, dedicated to uh, the Banking Ship uh, Foundation uh, and raising uh, raising awareness towards that. Um, and you, you actually were able to auction off a few of those helmets as well. Uh, what did you have in the works for, for this year? Um, this year, we kind of let the ball slip a little bit and got behind. Um, so we unfortunately did not have a helmet this year, but we will be adding helmets um, next year again. So they, they seem to be a, a really good fundraising item. Um, actually, last year the helmet was the highest raising fundraising item um, and bought in about 7500 bucks last year on the helmet alone. Wow. Um, so we're going to do that um, again for sure next year um, and uh, auction off. And then what we'll do is I'll actually paint one for K-Dub and he'll wear it at Party in the Pasture and then we'll auction it off on Saturday night. So it's kind of a, well, it's a, you know, it'll be a, a one-off helmet for the event worn directly by Kevin um, and then auctioned off. So it's, it's kind of a, you know, a piece that is, is rare. <laughs> you know, there's not going to be any more of those floating around. So, we look forward to, you know, making that happen again next year. Well, no doubt. And in all honesty, pretty much every, every helmet that you make is a one-off. Uh, even the, uh, the, in the past, you've done helmets for Team Faith. And uh, one would argue that even those helmets, are not, not no two one of them are like, completely identical. Um, how special is that for you to be able to prevent, pre- Bring that to uh, a rider to to know that they're they're going to have something on their head that, that they're not going to have uh, the person next to them on the line wearing the exact same lid and it's totally going to speak uh, to their personality and what's important to them uh, on and off the bike. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's where where the custom end of it comes in. Um, you know, true custom work is one of a kind custom work. It's not manufacturing the same thing over and over and over again. 
um, you know, the manufacturers nowadays make really cool helmets you can walk into the store and buy. I mean, their, their designs are awesome. You know, there's a lot of good brands and stuff out there nowadays. But the custom end of it, you can get yourself into something that does, that, that stands out from everybody else. And in a sport where it's so highly competitive, you know, the motocross uh, world is just so competitive, even all the way down to the amateur ranks, it's nice to be able to do something that separates yourself from, from everybody else. Um, you know, and, and one way of doing that is to put a custom helmet on your head. And it's also a good marketing idea with companies, um, you know, putting custom helmets on, on their sponsored riders. Um, it's just, you know, gives them a, a good marketable piece that they can use. And, and so, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of different, uh, you know, aspects that go into the custom end of it, but I, you know, for me, it, it helps drive me being able to do each helmet uniquely. I mean, that's what I really like to do is to be able to do each helmet just a little bit different than the last. Totally. And, and actually, uh, I've seen that in, in works uh, many a time, especially at these amateur events where uh, a lot of riders uh, have the freedom to, uh, to paint their helmets as they wish. And uh, I, I take a, an example of Josh Varese, um, who's a 6D rider, which I know is one of your favorite helmets to paint because it's so uh, it's round egg shape. Um, but he's got that Arma Energy helmet. You did both the, uh, the sugar-free and the, uh, and the regular, um, the black and the yellow great looking helmets they still say 6d on them so you get that that advertisement in there but as far as flash bulbs and cameras go everyone loves to grab a shot of those helmets because uh they pop more than anybody else's well for sure um you know and and that's kind of the idea behind when i go to paint a helmet that's something that i'm really particular on is making sure that logos are very well noticeable that the helmet manufacturers are on the helmets, um, you know, any type of sponsors that I work with or companies that I work with, I want to make sure that they get the most exposure that they can and then create a design that is going to pop, that's going to stand out, that the photographers and the videographers are going to see go by and just, you know, they have to take the picture, they have to shoot the video. Um, and I've actually, you know, been fortunate to uh, get to know many of the videographers and photographers in the industry. And, and I've actually had them come up saying, you know, we can't stop taking pictures of this rider because every time he goes by, you see his helmet. <laughs> so it, it, it does, you know, being, uh, you know, it just naturally attracts human attention when you have these, these, uh, helmets on your head that, that can create, you know, that pop and that brightness and, and just that uniqueness. So and that, it makes you feel good, you know, and, and, uh, when I, when you can put something on a rider's head that, that gives them exposure to, um, you know, it's good all around, you know, the riders get just as much exposure as I do out of it, which is great, you know, um, as much exposure as, as, uh, you know, you can get, you know, coming through the amateur ranks and trying to build a name for yourself and, and stuff like that. It's, it's fun to be a part of. No kidding, and uh, yeah, like I said, it, it's it's fun to work with these athletes. That uh, motocross is a passionate sport, and uh, if you're able ever able to kind of uh, tap into those uh, those passions on and off the track, you can create something really special. And uh, even getting back to uh, that that eye catching. Um, like the brightness. Um, my, one of my first helmets that I ever got was a rhino replica, uh, Troy Lee helmet that had just the smallest bit of blaze orange on the back of the helmet. And my dad loved that. I wore that helmet because he could always find me in the crowd. In fact, once I went away from that helmet, I went to more of a, uh, a black silver and, and, uh, and blue, blue helmet. 
often he would end up taking photos beside the track and actually capture somebody else, not me, because he couldn't tell me apart from the other riders. So uh, case in point, uh, a, a time when uh, the helmet paint job uh, kind of uh, helps a guy stick out. And as far, especially as far as these amateur races go, uh, these kids are putting it all on the line, hoping that they're going to turn some heads, get those sponsorships so that they can make, get to that pro level. So as far as amateur uh, races go, uh, your services are uh, are a little bit exaggerated. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, like you said, it, it's, it's neat to, it's neat to be able to to put something on a helmet that, attra- or on a, on a kid or a rider that, that attracts that, that helps attract that attention. And, um, you know, and that's what, it, what I try to do with each helmet is, you know, work with the riders, make it unique to them, you know, put in their ideas and, and, uh, give them a one of a kind paint job. And, you know, and, and the bonus is the attention that it attracts. So, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of good for, for everybody. Um, I, you know, with through my social media, um, you know, we try to do, make sure that we, you know, build up our whole program with riders that wear the helmets and stuff like that. And I actually just recently hired another media rep that, uh, will be coming in and, and doing a bunch of my media, um, just because I've gotten so busy with the helmets, it's hard for me to do everything. And, um, so I'm trying, you know, I'm in, I'm still in that process of trying to expand. So, it just uh it just takes some time and and but uh I'm getting there so it's uh it's been you know the last six years that I've done this it's just been one heck of a ride and, and uh just the blessings that God keeps pouring out is just continue to blow my mind absolutely and uh and we're thankful for that uh and of course just having passed uh th- Thanksgiving weekend uh where uh we had a lot to be thankful for we're thankful for you to be able to come on this show and, and talk about uh some of your uh your work and stuff like that do you have any idea how many helmets that uh, you've turned out over the years oh man i did at one time keep track of it and i think the very first year that i started i did like 35 and, um, my goal was to do like basically one a month <laughs> and it kind of turned into two a month. And then, you know, as time went on, there, there's, has been times where I've done four and five in a week. So it's, uh, and those weeks are just like full of Arma energy and no sleep. So, um, Arma definitely hooks me up there and, uh, and gets me, uh, keeps me awake while I'm painting. But, uh, um, no, it's been, um, I honestly, shoot, I can't even, I can't even begin to think about how many I've painted in the last couple of years. Um, I know I've gotten, uh, you know, working alone, uh, one time I was about eight, nine months, 10 months out in work. And I just, I actually had to stop taking work just because I could not get to things in time. And, uh, I don't like to be behind and, and I'm still kind of playing catch up. It just kind of seems like I'm always playing catch up, but, uh, trying to get things back on track. I'm in a new, new location. Um, got a, a new shop and, and, uh, just been kind of working hard at, and knocking some things out. So kind of, yeah. How, how is the new, uh, how is the new location? Like, uh, you're obviously, uh, your um, work is your place. So, uh, like w- what's it like in your new, uh, your new studio? Um, it's, it's pretty nice. Um, I got a good setup and, uh, it's easy, easy to, you know, operate. So, um, you know, I don't need a, you know, a lot of people don't know that, you know, when I started this, I don't have like an actual shop. I, I paint my basement, my office is in my house. Um, I, you know, take a helmet, take helmets to one of my friends that clear coats them for me. And, um, you know, it's just kind of this little operation that, uh, 
is, uh, you know, basically ran on kind of a small scale type deal. And, um, it's, it's kind of getting to the point now where I'll be able to, you know, possibly build, build a shop and, and, uh, you know, kind of take things to the new, you know, to a new level. So I'm looking at hiring another uh, painter, hopefully sometime soon, once I get the new shop built and, and then, uh, you know, just keep, keep pursuing things. You know, the, the plan is, is to keep uh, turning out work and, and like I said, to, to, uh, get better with every paint job and, you know, hopefully start um, bringing in some companies that want multiple helmets. And, you know, that's the kind of things that we're looking, you know, looking at doing. Um, I've kind of branched out into a couple different, uh, couple different, um, racing disciplines. I've got, uh, Brianna Mahan, um, that's, uh, doing, uh, a Scooby-Doo monster truck. So she's, yep. she's wearing a helmet and, and doing the monster jam series. And I just, just finished up some helmets for the, um, SPX, um, event down in Florida, which is an ASA um, action sports world tour event and uh, did some helmets that are actually going to be the trophies um, that they're going to give away. So it's BMX skate and freestyle motocross this coming weekend in, in St. Petersburg, Florida. So kind of, kind of getting my foot in the door and some other, some other avenues. So kind of anxious to see what, um, you know, where those go, but uh, you know, the plan is just to keep knocking helmets out and, and uh, letting God do the rest, man. He's, he's the one that's kind of built this business for me and, and I know he's the one that's going to keep it going. So I just got to keep painting. There you go. And we're going to talk a little bit, a little bit more about how we're going to keep you painting uh, in a little bit here. We're going to go to commercial right now on the Big MX radio podcast show brought to you by Bill's Pipes and Just One Helmets. Hey, this is George Stanky, and we're going to commercial. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super tricky these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand, that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. 
And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmet because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Two thousand and fourteen X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear offs, zip off systems, nose guard and more. Check out EKSBrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borden today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. 
for you two-stroke guys, MX2 Bill's Pipes Exhaust System is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to Bill'sPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lidinovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. And we're back. Big MX Radio Podcast Show still on the line with Josh Gray of Shades of Gray Helmet Painting, Shades of Gray MX on Instagram. Josh, um, recently you've turned out a ton of great looking product. of those, uh, of course, is not yet my helmet, which I'll continue to give you uh, the gears about. Uh, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, um, who, who in 2015 approached you um, that uh, you were most excited to work with or even that you were most uh, surprised to be working with? Uh, this past year, 2015, um, I will, I'm going to have to say that um, 2015 was probably um, my biggest amateur year yet. Um, and I get just as excited working with amateur kids as I do, um, with the pros. Um, the pros is always fun because, um, you know, obviously, you know, they're in the stadiums racing in front of the biggest crowds and, and stuff like that. Um, I always enjoy working with Jimmy Albertson, um, doing, doing his helmets for him. Um, Brett Hughes is always a, a blast to work with because Brett and I always collaborate our ideas together and come up with these crazy looking, um, designs for him. Uh, last year, Party in the Past, I actually did paint for Kevin Windham, which was a, for me, was a dream come true. Um, obviously, growing up and, and watching K-Dub in the, in the stadiums to actually get to paint for him was just, uh, just blew my mind. Um, I love working with Team Faith um, and doing the helmets for those guys. They've got an awesome program, and it's just so much fun um, to be a part of that program. Um, and then, like I said, this year, um, I got to paint for um, Brie Mahan and uh, in the Monster Jam. And she did really well her rookie season. I actually got rookie of the year at the Monster Jam final. So that was, you know, really big. And it, and it's it's real hard for me to just pick one, one thing because, you know, so many cool things are happening all at once. And a lot of times it, I just have to take a step back and just be like, you know, how is this even happening? <laughs> so it, it, it sometimes blows my mind um, the way things are working out and, uh, you know, how lucky I feel to get to do what I do. For sure. And and you, seemingly every year you post put out more and more helmets. But uh, do any of them stick out to you, especially 2015? Like uh, what would be uh, some of the highlights of, of what you were able to create, ones that you uh, step back from and be like, yeah, uh, we were really feeling it on that one? Um. I'm going to have to say like 2015 seemed to be a year that was kind of patriotic. Um, I did multiple helmets that had like, you know, American flag themed red, red, white, and blue themed, which was really cool. I grew up military. So, um, that kind of stuff is, is very personable for me. Um, and then to be able to work on stuff like that for other people is really cool. I just recently did a firefighter. Um, it, it was like a half and half helmet with a half firefighter, half police force. And it was for a kid in Florida that um, was uh, is a firefighter, and his dad was a, a police officer. And, and I had a lot of fun on that helmet. Um, it was a showy, and uh, just the design process on it was was a lot more freehand style than I normally do. So it was uh, a challenge and, and just a lot of fun to work on. 
No doubt. Now, uh, it seems like every single week, yeah, you're, you're, you're tackling something completely different. Uh, what are some of the strangest requests you've ever had from somebody? Or uh, and, uh, and that being said, have you ever had to turn somebody down as far as what they wanted on the helmet? <laughs> yeah, um, you get strange requests all the time. And unfortunately, I do turn, I do turn some down um, just because uh, it, it just kind of depends on what all they want. There's just some things I, I won't paint on a helmet. But, uh, I mean, it's you get all kinds of crazy requests. Of course, my, my style is kind of cartoony. So you get a lot of like crazy cartoony ideas. Um, I mean, you get people wanting, uh, you know, certain logos painted on the helmet, which I won't do unless I'm, you know, directly related with the company and the company wants me to paint the logos on there. So, um, it's, uh, I'm actually pretty fortunate with the weird request because, you know, I've, uh, got a style out there now that most people see and um you know when they call it's usually you know pretty serious people wanting their stuff done but uh no i mean there's there's always room for fun though and um you know doing uh years ago we did one for brett key with the dumb and dumber was a was a really fun themed helmet to do and you know one off uh off the wall goofy helmets are fun always fun too so i try to take as many of those as i can get doubt it didn't seem like you want to turn down anything at this point but uh yeah within the boundaries of good taste uh you'll paint just about anything um and you do so incredibly well how does someone go about approaching you uh to do a helmet uh does it have to be a brand new helmet can it be a used helmet that's uh maybe not seen a terrible amount of miles on it uh and uh, as far as uh do you do you need to do a full paint job or could you do something just like uh something custom on the back um tell us a little bit about uh about that yeah um i with the custom end of it there's just so many options um i've done anything from just the name um and number to maybe a character on the helmet to full-blown you know full-blown paint job and and there's numerous numerous options you can um I can uh, order helmets for you and, you know, put a package deal together with the helmet and the paint job, or people can book their paint job straight through me and send in their helmet. Um, I do recommend, um, you know, not sending in a roached out helmet if you're going to spend the money to get it, uh, get it custom painted up. Um, Or if the, you know, if the helmet's got damaged, I've actually had people send in helmets that I checked myself and they're just not safe. So, um, I, you know, would usually contact those people back and just be like, you know, this, this helmet's, uh, no good. You need to try to get another one and, and see if I can't help them get into a new one, you know, a little bit of a discount or something like that. So, um, you know, with the paint job. So, but the easiest way to contact me is, um, via Facebook, shades of gray, um, custom paint design on Facebook. You can direct message me. Um, you you can uh, email me, which my information is on the Facebook page, or through Instagram or Twitter. Um, direct message me. My my contact info is on all those pages. Um, cell phone, email. Email is usually the, the best way to get a hold of me. Um, but the uh, yeah, just get on. Uh, you know, encourage everybody to get on. Follow follow everything on social media um, at Shades of Gray MX on Instagram, on Twitter, and Shades of Gray Custom Paint Design on Facebook. And uh, you know most of the time people just send me messages and it kind of starts a conversation and, and then we kind of take things from there. For sure. Now I got to imagine uh, with such a personal thing like this, you've got to probably have developed a few uh, um, single serving friendships uh, through these, like uh, getting, going back and forth and uh, getting to know these people uh, and and what makes them tick a little bit. 
for sure. And and to me, that's like one of the coolest things about the motocross industry is the sense of family. And we start talking to to clients and riders and and people about dirt bikes and custom helmets. It just it opens up a whole you know avenue of conversation with you know, everybody's a fan of racing and everybody loves the sport so much. And whether you're a recreational rider or a pro rider, everybody has that like one thing that clicks with them. So getting to know the people on a personal level and, um, you know, actually create a, a business relationship and a person, you know, a, a more personable relationship with them just makes the job that much more fun. You know, people, you know, we, we check in with each other and, you know, happy Thanksgiving and, you know, how's the kids and, it just, it's just like extended family. And, um, you know, it's, it's such a blessing to have that and, uh, you know, traveling all over the country. Um, you know, you, you get to see the riders and the families and everybody's there hanging out. And it's fun for me because I can take my kids and they, you know, everybody just kind of brings my kids right in and, and it makes it fun for them. And, and it's, uh, it, it really is. It's, it's a great, great thing to be a part of. So who are some of the pickiest riders that you've worked with over the years? Uh, are, are, there, are there some that are harder to please than others? Uh, are there others that uh, just don't give you a lot to go off of? Um, was there some of the challenges along that way? Um, not really. Like, um, I would have to say Brett Hughes is probably my pickiest. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just going to blow him out like that. But no, Perfect. he's, he's – uh, we like to make things look good for Brett. And, um, you know, obviously the guy's got – incredible style and uh just on and off the bike um maybe not so much off the bike but uh you know on the bike the gear setups and everything are just on point and if uh if you've seen him at monster energy cup this year he just uh, uh killed it the bike setup just everything the gear setup the helmet the boots just the everything graphics was, even went with the, so much. the helmet uh-huh for sure and uh you know that was kind of the plan and um you know it it I'm kind of a perfectionist myself, so I actually enjoy working with picky, more picky people just because it, it pushes me to just get better. And, um, you know, I'm not one of these people that, oh, I know what I'm doing and blah, blah, blah. I'm constantly looking at getting better and how can I do things better and how can I create um, better quality, you know, the whole nine yards, better graphics on the helmets. Um, so it's uh, it's been... Uh, you know, it, it's, it's been a growing process. I've, I taught myself how to paint. Um, you know, I never had any lessons or anything like that other than, uh, a couple of days out in Los Angeles with a good friend of mine for about two days that taught me the very basics of airbrushing. Um, but other than that, it's just been a learning and growing experience up to this point. That's wild, man, to see someone that's progressed so far. And, uh, I imagine you probably look back at some of your older stuff and, and see, and see your progression. Like, do you, do you look at some of the, your original work and, and see where you could have improved or, um, or are you too busy painting as it is? Oh yeah. I've, I've gone back and, and looked at, uh, I'll sometimes reference a lot of the older stuff that I did. Um, just mainly saying like, you know, go back and I can reference things. Like, oh, I did it like this, but now I can do it like this and it make it better. So, but to look at the stuff that I originally started doing versus the stuff now, it does, you know, feel good to know that I have gotten better, that I haven't like peaked out or got bored with it, um, you know, and walked away from it. it. It's neat to see that, that there's still progression there, you know, just like the riders on their bikes, they're always looking to take a next, you know, another second off their times and stuff like that. It's, uh, um, you know, the same kind, you know, same kind of, um, pushing attitude that I like to have, you know, 
um, to be able to um, go back and look where I came from and, and kind of, you know, remember where it all started and, and, uh, and kind of remind me where I want to go with it. Now, where exactly are you located for those who would be uh, sending you the, the helmets? Uh, whereabouts do you, do you, do you, do you paint out of? Um, I'm located in Missouri. It's a small town called Bell, um, literally right in the middle of Missouri. So I'm actually in a good location, um, you know, because I'm centrally located for, yeah. for everybody. Um, so usually people just ship me their helmets from all over the country, and uh, I ship them back out when they're done. So, um, you know, a lot of the local scene and stuff like to meet up and, you know, if it's, if it's possible, there's, you know, numerous times where I'll meet up with people and, and have lunch with them and we'll talk about the helmets and, and about their racing and, and what they're doing. And, and that's always kind of a good time. Um, but, uh, here, here in the last year, you know, I've just really tried to been, you know, be buckled down and, and kind of stay close to home and just try to knock out as much as I can. There you go. I'm uh, I'm surprised you have not yet uh, approached the uh, the St. Louis, Missouri Blues, who uh, who that's one of a pretty a pretty good hockey team down there, as 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 you may know, uh, for a, a custom goalie lid or something like that. I I gotta imagine uh, you'd want your stuff uh, at the at the NHL level. Yeah, that would be totally awesome. And and actually, last year the Blues did a competition but I was so busy right in the middle of uh, a supercross season that um, I didn't get a chance to put in a design for it. But that would definitely be something that I would love to do one of these days is, is paint for, um, you know, other professional athletes. And I think it would be cool to do um, possibly do like a catcher's mask or something along those lines, you know, do just do something a little bit different than, um, you know, the motocross scene um, and doing things like that kind of, kind of pushed me a little bit to, um, you know, stay motivated, stay focused. It breaks up the, the everyday routine and, and gives you something kind of different. I have been doing numerous baseball helmets and um, catcher's masks, you know, for local kids. And, and those are always good and fun to work on. Um, but uh, I'm hoping to do a guitar for Craig Morgan one of these days and, and let him auction it off at his uh, foundation. And so it, it's fun, you know, you know, mixing it up and, and doing some mural work here and there. And it just keeps the, keeps everything from, uh, you know, getting burnt out on it and, and, um, you know, just keeps opening more doors to do different things. Now, um, earlier in 2015, you went down to Loretta's to, uh, see some of your work in action. Uh, tell us a little bit about your trip down to, uh, to Tennessee and, uh, and how you spent your time down there watching uh, a lot of the riders that you support, uh, do their thing. And, uh, kind of just, um, like I've never been to, to Loretta Lynn's, um, like, is it everything it's cracked up to be? Oh yeah. Loretta's is, is just, um, it's just unbelievable. The whole week down there is so much fun. Um, you know, it's, it's usually super hot and super humid. So, you know, the rider fitness, it's just neat seeing all the riders converge on her ranch, you know, that week, so many people, um, from across the world, um, you know, show up to race that event and then to see the, the pro riders that come in to support, um, you know, the, the younger kids coming up through the ranks and, uh, you know, everybody's just there hanging out and watching the future of our sport. Um, and, uh, this year, I think I had 11 riders down there this year, uh, had a couple championships, won, uh, multiple top 10 finishes. Um, so I was really pumped on all my team riders this year at Loretta's. Um, they all did an amazing job. Um, and I've been fortunate to kind of work with those riders, um, for multiple years now. So 
it's been, you know, neat to be a part of their programs and, and uh, part of their families for, you know, basically since I started, I've kind of kept the same group of kids and then added to it um, as the years have gone on. And uh, yeah, it's, if you haven't been to Loretta's, I, I totally recommend going down there for the week, um, you know, and hanging out and, and uh, watching the racing. The racing is just on all levels. It's just top notch. I mean, everybody gives it. They're all at Loretta's and, it's, uh, you know, it's just really neat to see. That's cool, man. I, I, it's, it's great to see, uh, the pa- I hear the passion in your voice. You speak about these types of things and, uh, it, it's really carried you forward. Um, as, as we, you kind of touched on a little bit earlier, but, uh, what's, uh, what's to come for, for shades of gray helmet painting. I know, uh, you, you really love what you do and, uh, you look to expand, um, like, uh, without looking too, too far, like what's, uh, what's coming down the pipe for you? Um, coming up here, uh, Supercross will be starting soon and I hope to be back on board with, uh, the privateer journey, Ted Parks and the privateer journey team. Um, those guys got a great program. I know Ted got manager of the year at the outdoor nationals this year, which was well-deserved. That guy works his tail off. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, they just got a good program together. Um, you know, Weston Pike came from that program. You got Adam Antignap that's, that's in that program. Um, Nick Schmidt, there's, Teddy Parks, there's a whole bunch of good riders that, that are under Ted's tent, um, you know, and, and I hope to, I've been with him now for quite a few years and, and hope to be, you know, back on board there, um, hope to be back on board with uh, Team Faith for the Arena Cross Series and and doing some stuff for the uh, local Arena Cross Series here, the Articat um, Arena Nitro Series that's here locally in the Midwest that has really grown that I did did some stuff with last year. Um, and, uh, you know, just keep knocking helmets out. You know, it seems like every time, um, you know, I get, uh, a little bit more involved on the media end of it, the more helmets come in. So, um, you know, being able to, you know, go to the super crosses, the arena crosses and, and support those guys in return brings in, you know, more helmets to paint. So, um, you know, it, it's, uh, the future is just, um, you know, keep those helmets coming in and, and, uh, keep producing good work and, and kind of, you know, just keep, keep going where it's going. Um, you know, I don't, uh, really look too far in the future and I'm usually just pretty content and happy with, uh, where I'm at and what I'm doing. And, and, uh, you know, if God takes things to the next level, then, uh, then it's time to go to the next level, I guess. Awesome, man. Uh, I didn't happen to hear you say that you were going to be working on my helmet anytime soon, but uh, again, <laughs> just bothering you uh, yeah. because because uh, Lord knows I like to tease people. Um, well, I really appreciate you giving me some time to uh, kind of pick your brain about the painting a little bit, man. Uh, you're always welcome on the show, and uh, before uh, before the gate drops in A1, we'll, we'll have to have you on again to uh, chat about some of the, uh, the professionals that you've been working with and uh, come, some of the uh, cool paint jobs that you've got coming down the pipe as we get ready for Supercross. Sounds great, man. I sure appreciate you having me on. It's always a good time. Enjoy chatting with you, and uh, let's do this again sometime. It sounds good. Right on, man. That's, uh, we'll cut it off there. for uh, Don't hang up. But for, for podcast's sake, we'll cut it off right there. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.